Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt. Hackmaster. We're off to a Vashman MD. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And we got, we're loaded with guests today. Or we're just loaded. (laughs) I wish. Something like, yeah. We're packed with guests. We were loaded. It's all true. We will be right back. Kick things off, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. I don't know who's more nuts, James Brown or Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> I vote Doug Sprinthal. You voting for Sprinthal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. He puts together like this hipster commercial. And the great part of it is he had me lay down the voice track first, and then he took that and put it into the song. So I had no idea what it was going to be like. But he's like, I'm going to have to think about it. Like you settle down, hipster. Settle down, hipster. That's all I got to say to him. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm telling you. Uh, Andy, your, your information that you passed along at the podcast yesterday apparently reached about 150 million people because everybody's talking about it now. It's like, whoa. What information would that be? <clears throat> uh, that uh, the University of Minnesota received $65,000 a year per student. Yep. Yeah. So, Ralph, did you know that? No. That's ours from the state of Minnesota? That's U of M. Uh, and no, they, that's their no, uh, endowment, so that's federal money, I think. No, not that. No, yeah, that's it's federal money. Isn't it? What? No. It's not I, federal money, Ralph? I don't know what it is. I, if yeah. it's an endowment, it's not federal money. Endowment is, is money that comes from gifts. It's donated. It's donated and then is, in, is invested and then there's interest or from that and that's your endowment. Fed, you know, I thought – Right. Do they get? Is it state monies? I, I'd like to know the budget of that because if it's state monies, I'm a little bit upset that we're dumping money like that into that university. Yeah. yeah so how do we find out? So endowments are not all donations, though. But they're the interest not off of t- donations, aren't they? I'm um, trying to find out like a breakdown. Yeah, I'm sure they have to publish that. Yeah, you. I don't understand why this isn't just like you know a big old spreadsheet where we should be able to see where all this public money is going to. I that mean, nice, it's yeah. a public university, public funding. I, I think that private donations should also be 
given weight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who are but these people? 60, Why? $65,000 per student. And then the students are paying tw- yeah, on top 30 of the to tuition. 40. Yeah, it's the ridiculous. medical students yeah. are, they're dumping in, what, 80 a year? I mean, it, re- no. Really? It doesn't yep. cost that much. Well, no, it does not. <clears throat> so where's all the money going? Well, they'll say, I, I remember having a conversation about this a long time ago with somebody, and they were saying that. Research and development is huge at university hospitals. Sure. Um, that what that has now? to do with student, yeah, with student tuition and endowments, I don't know. You would think that that would be a separate donation to the hospital so, for R and D. It shouldn't you, come from student money. Yeah, why, are, why are students paying for this hospital's R and D and the hospital's exactly. public relations and the hospital's well-being? You know, that, right. that when they're making way more money than anybody else on the insurance dividends they get from insurance companies. I mean, look look at every hospital that you know has had a 100 to maybe billion-dollar addition. USC built three new hospitals, three new hospitals in the past three. 10 years. Three. Now, that was one of those is, sure. is the county hospital, uh, L.A. County Hospital, but they built two other hospitals as well from USC money. So and they're always crying for donations to build these hospitals. Mm-hmm. Always. I know. They're always crying. That's rather unfortunate, don't you think? Yep. Where, uh, yeah. Where's all, there's millions, 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 tens of millions of dollars thrown around, and nobody knows where it comes from or what where, it's spent on. And Interesting. where it goes. That's right. Where it goes. Uh-huh. So, the so 60- Andy, what do you, you find out? <clears throat> you might not believe it, but they're not exactly forthcoming with this information. Really? I know, super weird. You can't find out where the money comes from? You can, but you donations? have to dig. Oh, God. And it's how much? It's over. It's well over $2 million a year, isn't it? It's over $2 billion a year. Two, $2 billion a year, I mean. Excuse me. People do not donate $2 billion a year to the University of Minnesota. Well, sorry. $2.3 billion? Yeah, that's a pretty tall Can order we- for... for the average person. Yeah. To be clear, is it is it, so? The university receives an additional sixty-five thousand dollars per student in addition to tuition. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> per Isn't student, unbelievable. And out-of-state tuition brings in an extra ten million a year. Yeah. Mm, so well, compared to the two point three billion, that's basically nothing. So. Right. <laughs> but they're talking about the free public universities. Um, we should, first of all, there's enough money in the Harvard endowment, $37.1 billion, to educate every kid in the United States. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. One, that's one school. Princeton's at like $24 uh, billion. Uh, all these schools are they're between 20, 22, 24, and Harvard's at the top at $37.1 billion. And I might add, it's unbelievable. Oh, here we go. Well, I found universities getting the most money from the government. So let's see, uh, federal funds. So let's see, University of California, San Francisco. They're getting $500 million in federal funds. What's their oh, endowment? California. But, you know, but I might add with Harvard, Harvard also has a private garden in Italy that they maintain. <laughs> oh, that's right. So that, that's going to cost some money. That's so the president can go and look at it for six months out of every year. Private garden. <laughs> oh, here we go. So for the University of California, San Francisco, federal funds make up about half their endowment. Gosh. Harvard is $34 billion. A year. It's 37.1. Oh, no, not oh yeah, this is 2016. Yeah. 2017, it was uh, 37.1 billion. Wait a second. Harvard gets $37.1 billion per year? Yes, in endowment. No, in, no, no, yeah, their endowment. No. Or, no, or do they no, have that, that much endowment. invested? The, they have that oh, that's much just their in investment? In the, yeah, ah. Well, still. So yeah. there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You're yeah. wondering where. That's what over, about free college? It's free over college. a million dollars per student. Like, how does it cost that much to educate one person? I don't think it does. <laughs> it does. I don't think well, it does that's, either. That's where they get the presidents from. Oh, University of Wisconsin Madison. They got 550 million from the government in 2015. 
Yeah, it looks like a lot of colleges, the average is about $500 million from the government per year. And how, what's the average uh, attendance? About thirty to 35,000, something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that. So basically, they're doing pretty damn well. Basically, our taxpayer <laughs> money like is going into the universities. Isn't it nice? And, yes. And yes, never coming are. out. <laughs> yeah. and, well, and, well, but you have to understand, we're giving them a lot of money, but at least they rot kids' minds. Yeah, for well, real. This is where it does become a little confusing on <clears throat> why... If you've been paying property taxes and taxes that have been going to a university for your entire working life, why your kids shouldn't be able to attend for free? I agree. True that. At some point in life, you got to look at who's paying the bills and go, you know, they, they deserve a break, don't you think? <laughs> They're paying all the bills. Maybe they should get a break instead of asking them for more money. Oh, grasshopper. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, how, how insane just not is that? how it works. <laughs> how insane is that, Tom? What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, this whole thing, and this came up this morning on the, on the KQ Morning. So like I said, Andy, a ton of people responded to that whole thing. Yeah. And it came up again this morning because we're just, we're talking about, look, I'm not taking sides in any of this stuff. But this money that they spent on the Mueller investigation, which found absolutely nothing. Does anybody know how much money the taxpayers have kicked in for this investigation, which went nowhere? Oh, it's been going on forever. It's and now they're going to start another one, a different one. Jerry Nadler starting a different one. Uh, now, apparently, the the Republicans are going after Ocasio-Cortez and all this stuff. All it, her personal manager transferred eight hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars into his personal or her personal account, and Cortez knew about it. I don't think she's well, smart enough to get away with embezzling. I think she's going to try well, and get caught because she's just not that bright. I just, th- I just see, I just can predict. I feel like I can predict that she's going to be not well. No. In the in the future, no. she's just she's getting off on this attention way too much. Oh yeah, she's very yeah. fond of that. She's very fond of it, and I just think that she's going to start thinking that she's all that, and it's going to be her downfall. Andy, uh, Ocasio Cortez said yesterday she heard you were getting married, but it'd be really, really irresponsible of you and Melissa to have children because in this, uh, the, the air that they breathe will end up killing them at a very young age anyway. I know. It's, that's the other thing is like, okay, global warming, sure, the globe is warming, but why do you have to say that all life on Earth is going to be extinct in 25 years? That it's just ruins insane. your credibility because there's, it's impossible. It Maybe it's not. Well, they change it all the time. Wait, 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 of wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Just, so we're going to have weather like Des Moines or St. Louis. How does that kill everybody? That's a good question. Yeah. You know, there's going to be more arable land available to grow food. How uh, is that going to kill everybody? You know, if you think about if you think about Siberia and Russia, if you add one third of their space as arable land to grow wheat and grains and everything like that, uh, I don't see how people are dying. I see, well, yeah. You know, get some sunblock. That's you're done. That'd be good. So I got to bring this up to you. Um, the Mueller investigation, which went nowhere. They found absolutely nothing, correct? Except for they busted a bunch of other pigs that were around him and other people and all, whatever. So far, the investigation has cost the taxpayers somewhere between 25 and $40 million. Yep. What? Can we stop pissing our money away just because you lost an election? No, I they know. want him impeached, and they're gonna—they're oh, never gonna stop. Well, they're starting another one that's gonna cost twenty-five to forty million dollars of taxpayers' money with this Nadler deal. Look, I'm not saying that Donald Trump is squeaky clean, or I endorse him, or you think he's a wonderful guy, but I'm asking you to stop pissing our money away because you lost. Your little feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. Good God, it's just so sad. It is, isn't it? It's a terrible waste of time, effort, and money. There's other things that are more important, far more important than this, these silly investigations and meetings. I would absolutely agree with that. I'd agree with that 100%. matter of fact, in just about uh, a few minutes, about five minutes or so, uh, the creepy uh, guy in the snowbank is going to call in, and he was at CPAC sitting next to President Trump. So uh, getting his take on all this is going to be rather interesting because, like Mike Lindell, uh, I don't know. He's not on yet because I don't want to be nice to him if he's on the phone. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, that's so, good. 
he gives so much money to charity, I can't even tell you. He gives tons of money to charity. But do you ever hear him? He talks about his... Uh, you know his fund. You know he sells the those stand-ups that they found in the in the snowbank in Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sells those, and all the money goes to charity, all of it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's the kind of guy we're talking here. Jude. You know how many people does he employ? They don't talk about that stuff. With all they talk about is, oh my god, these horses. Jude. <laughs> oh. What the? Oh, he got mad at me because I scared him. I didn't. He didn't get hurt. I just scared him. He was chewing on this. What is going on over there? Well, he was chewing on this. Okay. And he just knocked down a bunch of stuff too. I don't know what's up with you. He's out of his mind. Then I scared he just him a little. Pulled bit. down your checks from he, the thing again. Jude is nuts. Let's be honest. Stop. Yeah, he's, he's a good boy. He's Jude, acting out because boy? you were gone for a bit. <laughs> no, no. What it is is he was acting up a couple weeks ago, and I gave him a chewy. So now he's acting oh, up so that he can get a chewy. When will you ever learn, honey? When will you ever learn? I didn't know that he was. <laughs> he didn't know that, that smart. Didn't know that uh, well, you know, rewarding poor behavior brings on more poor behavior. Yeah, how did well, I just that? thought he was bored, so I thought I'd give him a chewy. Oh. So listen, here's the deal. We're, I, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not pulling for Trump. I'm not pulling for whoever else they got. I, they got 55 people running now. I, I don't care. Whomever gets elected is going to screw me over. I do know that. Right? Yep. I mean, we're going to get, no matter who gets elected, we're going to get screwed out of money. Like Donald Trump. He got rid of the... Uh, Got rid of the uh, the write-offs in New York, basically New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, California. Uh, California, Illinois, and Minnesota. You can't write off your property taxes over a certain amount anymore. He basically screwed almost everyone who voted for him in those states. Why would you do that, Mr. President? Explain that to me. But uh, it's just... All I'm talking about now is, would you please stop stealing money from the people on your little campaigns that you want to run to try to make yourself look better so you get even more money sent your way so you can run next time and keep all that. You know, they get to keep all that money. You do know that, right? Well, it depends on where it comes from. From individual donors, they can't, but super PACs, they can. That's correct. Which is where most of it comes from anyway. Yes. So they can so and they, they just keep the money. If they if they clear their debts from their uh, camp- campaign, then all that extra money they get from super PACs, they just goes in their back pocket. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> if it comes from a super PAC, they're not legally required to do anything with it. <laughs> That's why super PACs exist because oh, originally so, people would yeah. they take donors uh, money and then when the campaign was over they would just keep it. And so they passed a law that said you can't do that. So they made PACs, which weren't under that law. So then PACs started giving the money to the uh, campaign people. They would keep the money. And then they passed a law that said you can't keep money from PACs. So now we have super PACs. Super PACs. It's a different deal. It sounds like a joke, but it's not. And eventually, Where are the radio super PACs? Super PACs are going to get a law that says you can't keep the money, and then I'm sure we're going to have another kind of pack, and it'll just keep going forever. A super duper pack. Pretty much, <laughs> yep. Ultra pack. All right. An ultra pack. we got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes, Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. 
There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Freeze frame. We were... No, it does not. It is freeze frame. It does sound like freeze frame. Well, Mike was on the phone, and now he's gone, so... Uh, he just texted me. He said, yes, he's call- trying to call in now. Well, he did call in. <clears throat> All right, that sounds good. I did find, by the Mike. way, the U yes. of M uh, financial breakdown. Okay. Oh. So in 2017, they got $775,000 in tuition, 440000 in federal grants, uh, 75000 in state grants. So you combine that... That's about three quarters of their tuition money they get in uh, state and federal grants. So state and federal grants. Uh, yeah. The, so state and federal grants nearly double their tu- their income compared to tuition. But then they also get four hundred thousand dollars in donations, which is only four hundred thousand dollars. I knew. Them. Oh wait, no. This is not very no. Good. I'm I'm. This is in thousands. So it says 774,000 thousands. So these are millions, not thousands. Okay. So seven hundred seventy-four million a year? Yes. In oh tuition. God. Almost three quarters of a billion dollars a year in tuition. And then on top of that, they get another billion dollars per year in grants, <laughs> most of which are federal and state. Well, fortunately, they were able to oh, build a new practice facility for the football team. Yeah, right. well, and they did fundraising. They fundraised like mad for that. They sure do. Oh yeah, Louis Nanny gets out yeah. there. Yeah, I mean he they were really the hustling to make that happen. Well, in any case, we're just wondering why it is we're talking about free tuition when you and I are already paying for most of it anyway. Yep. So how much is going to cost more now if you want free tuition? Are we going to have to pick up the other seven hundred seventy-four million too? Well, maybe the Michael Lindell can tell us. <laughs> No, he can't tell us because he's creepy and scary and deranged. Hmm. Mike. Mike Lindell. There you are. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) What's the buzz? I'm fumbling around with phones. (laughs) You know, I knew you were taking taking your noon nap. Yeah, I was was trying to set up all our social media that we've been just hammered with. Oh, because of the the deranged uh, card, cardboard <laughs> yeah. cut out of you. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, uh, the people are hitting. I go, I go. Well, they well, they're buying cutouts like crazy today, and I'm going okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just had I just had a couple reports that people are using them to drive down the two people lanes, you know, on the highways. Oh God! Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, don't be doing that. Mike, you're riding in a lot of cars these days. Uh, I uh, I have never been able to say this before in my life. I got to be honest with you, but a friend of mine got a notice that uh, that his stand up was being taken for a real person freezing to death, and he was sitting next to the president of the United States when he got that email. That's rather interesting. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that doesn't happen every day. Right? Like, I, like I said, if I if I'd have told that to my friends twelve years ago or whatever, when I was still on crack, said, no, no. <laughs> what a story! I just said, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that is that is pretty. Yeah, my Twitter's blowing up, and and, and uh, I was I was with the president, the vice president, his wife at the time, and then the president a little bit later in the. And it just kept going. My phone, I couldn't. I had to turn that little vibrate thing off when you're getting uh, um, calls and whatever. <laughs> people, people are calling me up. Did you see this? Did you see it? Yes, I've seen it. 
<laughs> Did you see it? Yeah. Uh, should we tell yeah. them the story for people who might not have, not have heard? But it's been all it's international. It's an international story about how Mike Lindell. Was yeah, I heard from it. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Yeah, I have people call me from Australia. I have friends in Australia. I'm not kidding. What? You don't have any friends here, but you have friends in Australia. What's that all about? What? <laughs> I don't know, but they uh, they're going they're going. Yeah, you're pretty, you know. But there's it was on the news over there. I mean, that's just amazing. Now, Ralph and, and Andy and Cassie, did you know what we're talking about here? You, we talked about the story yesterday. Cassie, yes, I know I do. you know. Yeah, I Andy, do. <laughs> Ralph, do you know about yeah, this? Yeah, Josh uh, felt the uh, the movement out in California. He uh, texted it to me. <laughs> that, uh, he was he was horrified, Mike, that you were you were cold in the snow. No, he was just horrified over that, so he texted it to me. <laughs> How great is that? Uh, for people who might not know, a woman was driving along in Jordan, Minnesota. It was very cold. I believe it was snowing at the time. And she looked up and she saw this deranged man creepily holding a pillow with this odd look on his face. And he didn't have a coat on, so he's going to freeze to death. So didn't five cop cars show up or something like that? Yeah, that's they called. She called the. She called the police. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you. Do you do you know who put the stand the 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 cutout or the stand up in in the in the snowbank? You know, I don't even know that. There, there's a lot of people. I, you know, this is uh, in Minnesota. A lot of people bought the cutouts because for the uh, with the stores I have, they buy them for sure. money goes sure. to the charity, and they. Uh, but it could have been. I know at least five of them that were in that I've heard of being in people's yards and in their windows or whatever. But this one I hadn't heard about. This is in Jordan, Minnesota, so I have no idea who it is. Um, what they've never revealed the is. name yet of who, of who put the cutout there. <laughs> well, I can understand that. Maybe it was Don Curtis. That's who did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Curtis. <laughs> uh, Don, Don works you know, for you know, you know, I guess I never thought of that. I wonder if it was the homeowner that had it out there or if somebody just put it in somebody's front yard. That's a good question, you know. It <laughs> is um, a good question. I know all you know, I mean I know all the media was calling me and going, Yeah, Mike, um I seen your cutout, uh, I see your cutout story. Uh, that's a good publicity stunt you did there. I'm going, What are you oh, talking God. about? I'm not in Minnesota. I'm in uh, I'm in uh uh, Washington uh, with the, uh, the CPAC thing here doing a speech with the and watching the president right now. I'm not uh, putting cutouts out in the yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it just the whole thing is amazing to me because I have seen, as a matter of fact, and, and I think maybe you sent me the picture or somebody I know sent me the picture, that cutout of you. They put it just far, like back far enough from a window, and then turn just one dim light on, so it looks like you're staring at people out in the street. <laughs> oh no, it's a, it's a very realistic cutout. I mean, I've had people. Do you know I've held my pillow? I've I've actually held my pillow. This is no kidding. On a on Shopping Channel or whatever, in a picture I've taken with my blue shirt on, and people go. You know, and I took a picture with someone. They go, "Oh, that's a cutout," and that's really me. I'm going, "No, I'm the real Mike Lindell." You know, I mean, yeah. that is phenomenal. I mean, the the cutouts are that realistic. You know, it's kind of like remember that time Tom when Elvis Presley and uh, he did a uh, um, he went to an Elvis uh, um, impersonation contest and he took third yeah. place. I don't know if you ever it was a story back in uh, back in Vegas in the day look at well we had we had pictures you could have pictures of me and my three cutouts which was the real guy I, I don't know because they were buy this they were sending yeah they were sending they were sending in uh pictures what I really liked was Mike's safe here in North Dakota we put a coat on, he's got a coat on he's fine he's really warm you're finding out where all my cutouts were <laughs> you put the coats on you. Oh, you can't buy yeah, this kind of publicity. No, it's you true. can't. I'm gonna. You know what I? What I should do is probably, you know, put my cutouts all over the place at these speaking events, and then just, you know, they'll go, "Wow, which one is he really at?" You know. <laughs> I gotta tell him the story again. Why this hit? This hit me in a big way, and this is why. So between Christmas and New Year's. Catherine and I went to a movie 
And as we're walking into the movie auditorium, there's about an 800-foot picture of Mike Lindell talking about my pillows. I'm like, oh, God. So I call Mike, and I say, I cannot get away from you. I'm looking at you right now while I'm talking to you, and you're like 800 feet high. It's unbelievable. So then we went to Cuba last week. We take the Bright Line train down to the station in Miami. There is Mike Lindell on the monitor at the train station. <laughs> so there's Mike Lindell talking to me from the train station. I'm, I'm on my way to Cuba, for God's sake. So I get back. I've been back. <laughs> Catherine and I have been back about four days. And all of a sudden, there is Mike Lindell again on the national news. I'm like, Jesus, I cannot. Mike, I can't get away from you. I try, but I can't. Well, you know what what surprises me, too, is, you know, I'll go over to Israel. I'm going there again next week, or I'll go to, or I'll hear from, like I say, the guys in New Zealand or Australia. This guy came to me. I just seen him at the house for sure. He goes, you know, he goes, you know, mate, other than your president, you're seen more than anyone in in your country over here in New Zealand (laughs) and Australia. The, the, the. Between Fox and CNN, they I think they bleed over nationwide. I don't pay for those. You know, it's just kind of embedded in there, right? In the um, in the spots, and mm-hmm. so I literally I'll get off the I'll get off at the agents in uh, in um, Israel. In fact, coming back from Israel, you know, they I, they stopped me and brought me in this back room. Uh, this was last year, and uh, checking for something, and I'm going, and they all knew who I was. I'm going. Okay, I got to get going here and there. You know, I don't know what some flag came up or something. I don't know why they detained me for a little bit, but but it was funny where even the agents know who you are in another country. That's just weird. To yeah, me. that's weird. You know? Yeah, it is very very weird. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Very surreal. Just, very surreal. I wouldn't. Have, uh, you don't have any in Cuba, though. I didn't see in Cuba in the country itself. No, no, it, yeah. You, you got to work. Well, I don't that advertise out. Those people need pillows. Patients, so yeah, I have to work that out. They need pillows, right? <laughs> well, yeah, how was it over there? Did you have a good time? I tell you uh, what, the we, people could not be nicer. There, you can find a beautiful Cuban woman and a handsome Cuban man. I'll tell you that, man. Those are good-looking people. But um, right, right. could not have been nicer. You'll like this story. So I'm walking down the street. And this guy comes up to me, and he's, you know, he's about five, six, five, seven, something like that. Probably weighs about 150 pounds, maybe 150 pounds. He comes up, and he sticks his hand out. And he's got a big smile on his face. So I shake his hand, and then he does the fist bump thing. He sticks his fist out, so I fist bump him. So he turns around and walks away. Right. He walks about 20 feet. Walks 20 feet, and he turns around and looks at me and goes, Rocky, you're strong. <laughs> Rocky. Now, yeah, I look a whole lot like Rocky. Sylvester Stallone, don't I? <laughs> oh. But the 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 architecture awesome. is gorgeous. Uh, it's gorgeous, but it's falling oh, wow. apart. All of the infrastructure, yeah. it's just sad right. because they're not keeping up the buildings. Nothing, right? Nothing's right. being kept up. It's it's too bad. Beautiful people. And Did I you were you, were you over there for? Were, were you just going over there to tour it on just to see it and just go vacation? Yeah. Well, I what I was no. trying to do is, is smuggle in a cutout of this guy named Mike Lindell, but they caught me at the airport. <laughs> so Believe me, you don't you don't want to be on the radar in Cuba. No. You don't really want to be on the radar. <laughs> right. Bad idea. Bad idea. I tell you, Mike, you'd, you'd, you'd find this interesting. There are more billboards of Che Guevara than I've ever seen of anybody in the United States. And every wow. few miles, you'll see a sign that says, Yo soy Fidel, which mm-hmm. translates to I am Fidel. So Che Guevara and Fidel Castro are still all over that country. It's amazing. Wow. 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 Just one of those deals. Were we there for a week? Were we there for a week? We were there for a week. We left on the hotels or whatever. Uh, The Malia, was it? How were the hotels? Yeah. Yeah, some of them are very nice. You know, I mean, what they call a very, very nice hotel is probably what we would call a pretty nice hotel. Right. (laughs) A little bit different. Did you have phone phone signal? Phone Uh, signal. Kind of. Get. Yeah, spotty. Very, very spotty. One very thing I will spotty. tell you, Mike, is wow. when I was seven years old, I was watching a thing with Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin or whatever, and they were in Cuba at, yeah. the, at the Tropicana, right? And they're driving down right. the Malacan, 
in this uh, convertible. This is 1959, right? Or 58, maybe it was before. So I was like, man, I'd love to do that someday. Just drive down in Cuba. It'd be unbelievable. All these years later, 60 years later, it actually, I, got, I actually got to, it was very, very nice. Alejandro, or he just called himself Alex, our Cuban guide, right. got us a night. And you'll love this part because you know me. I asked him, it's, it's uh, like sea foam green. And that was actually like, what, sea blue or what, what do they call it, Catherine? That sea, sea. It's this beautiful blue. Oh, I think we'd call it a powder blue or something like or, or blue. Caribbean yeah. blue right, right, or something right. like that. Uh, yeah. is a Pontiac, right. and I say to the guy, Jose is the driver, and Jose is pretty well put together. He's a big fella, right? A uh, pretty muscular guy. And I say to him, what year is this car? And he says, 1950. What he said was 1950, <laughs> but what I thought he said was none of wow. your business. <laughs> oh, great. None of your business. I'm like, what? None of my business. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. Now, for a minute, I thought we were going to have an international incident. It was wonderful. They could not have been better people. They're happy. Look, they make 66 cents a day, Mike. 66 cents a day. Wow. Now, do you you have a guide the whole time? You had a guide the whole time? Was it just you and Catherine? Catherine, just you two? No, a bunch of people. A bunch of friends went down. Andy and, uh, and Cass. Andy and Cass went down. Right. Friends Todd, Todd and right. Cindy, and then Katie and and uh, Dave Arms oh. went down. It was it was so much fun. It was a ball. We should go somewhere. Oh. I know. Say, I know a guy did that he has say an there's any? Right, right. You got it. You want, can, they, can a person <laughs> land there and everything? I now if you're little, if it's cultural. I don't know. You oh, you have to get a visa to go into Cuba. Yeah, you do. And it usually right. has to be some okay. sort of a, a people-to-people, a church group or something. Which is... Right, which, right. There are right. churches everywhere. Yeah. There are churches everywhere right. in that country. There are synagogues. Oh, really? There wow. Are, are, are Russian Orthodox churches. There are Catholic churches. Well, it's everything. But as our guide said, uh, wow. I think 60% of the island is Catholic. Mm-hmm. But because of, mm-hmm. you know, the regime, they... They became accustomed to practicing their religion in private. Right. Exactly. Oh, wow. Wow. Right. So it's one of those deals. Right. Well, so. Did he say, uh, did, they, did they say there was any, da- did they say at night, or to, not to go anywhere at night, or is there any dangerous places, or? No, they kept the, on saying it's very, safe, it, it's very safe, but I'm sure there are areas just like any other place where you really probably shouldn't go wandering. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I would highly, yeah. I would highly recommend that if you get a chance to go, you should definitely go because it's, yeah, it's a great sure. experience. Yeah, I will tell you. Wow. All right, cardboard well, once cutouts. in a lifetime. That's a once in yeah. a lifetime. Well, yeah, the, um, uh, yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, you guys. Um, the, um, I'll let you know the next uh, the next time something weird happens like that. I'll try and get a hold of you before it goes nationwide. <laughs> yeah. Plus the fact, the next time I have to walk into a place and there's a 900 foot cutout of you, I'm going to call you and go, Jesus, now you're here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, it's funny. We're in the other room with all my social media, and I'm going, you guys were missing an opportunity here, and a couple of these other things. And someone says, well, we'll make sure we get it right next time. I go, do you think this stuff happens every day? <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> we'll get it right next time. Oh, good. Thank you. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're unbelievable. Well, all right. I appreciate you calling in this morning, calling this afternoon. You're a good man. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, thanks. a lot, Mike. Mike Lindell, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. The deranged pillow-hugging creep, <laughs> as he was called. This is so crazy. <laughs> well, he is kind of deranged. You do know that, right? But he's not a creep. No, he's not a creep at all. Uh, Cassie, we'll go a couple more minutes here, and then we can just edit the last five minutes and put it on the last segment, okay? Okay. So we'll just do a ten-minute segment and come back. It'll make it very easy, because I, I just think... No, I tell you what, honest to God, Mike does not talk about it very often. He did mention he sells the cutouts and all the money goes to charity, but he does so much more for people. That's why Mike and I became friends, because, you know, he's a very religious guy on one one side, and he's pretty conservative, so, you know, that whole deal. But seriously, he he went through hell with all that crack stuff. He, look, he put himself there, and he understands that, but he got himself out of it as well with help from other people. 
But he now, uh, man, he takes care of a lot of people, employs a lot of people. Yes, he does. Uh, it's pretty amazing. That's why Mike and I became friends. And, and once again, uh, like some other people I know, took a, well, Mike Lindell flew us down to Chicago on his corporate jet. That's the kind of guy he is. I mean, he made it so special for my family. It was unbelievable. Don't you think? I did. He was, he's really a great guy. And there's a picture of me walking off uh, the MyPillow corporate jet, and I'm holding Fawn in my arms. It's the coolest picture ever. I love that picture. That was, who took that, Alex or Dan? I don't remember who took the picture, but she Dan. better not ever get used to that. <laughs> yeah, don't get used not to the, happening again, the corporate sweetie. jet special. <laughs> Honest to God, it was just, uh, man, I, I, I'm really glad that Mike called, and he's always there. And uh, look, this is why I'm telling you, don't judge people just by their politics or their religion or whatever. Don't do that, because even far lefties and far righties, some of them are nice people. As long as you're not trying to destroy everyone's life, you're good by me. That's it, right? Yep. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff. 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Ryan, who started as a driver and is now dispatch manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. We're rocking out, man. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We We're back. A, Tom Bernard Show. I missed a Kiss concert what? last night. <laughs> oh, Dana and uh, Katie went. They said it was great. Yeah. I have heard that uh, there was a lot of lip syncing going on. No. Really? I was not there. No. Oh, there wasn't? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sure there was. You know, you get a bunch of septuagenarians yeah. up there yeah. performing. Oh. It's, just, <laughs> it's getting a little bit, you know. Well, that's true. true. I mean, really? Really? You know? I'm not a Kiss fan. I, I just, I can't, uh, they're too, um, I don't know, they seem too, fa- too phony to kissy. me. <laughs> too kissy. Too kissy. I don't know, too they just. Ki- they're too kissy. I mean, they're talented musicians, but it's, they're, they're so commercial. I, I just, yeah. I can't get into Kiss. Yeah, they are. You know. Well, I tell you, I will tell you this, that um, the top two guys, Gene Simmons is worth $300 million, so he did a pretty damn Good job. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's smart businessman. I just he kind of gives me the creeps. I don't oh, know. Oh, he's an interesting guy. I've I've uh, spent a lot of time. Well, not a lot of time, but a, a good amount of time with Gene Simmons, and he will not touch you. He will fist bump you, but then he wipes his hand off with like a hmm. baby wipe. I ta- <laughs> I I totally understand when you've got people pawing you all day, I every know. day, yeah. your whole life. I can imagine you would get a little bit like yeah. okay, I no. just had it. Yeah, but it's 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 good for your microbiome. Mm. It's good for your mind. I know, but I know it's good. It for might not bowls. be good for your mental state, though, to oh, constantly okay. have people wanting to touch you. Yeah, like Catherine feels that way about me. He constantly <laughs> wants to put his arm around me. It's just driving me crazy. We had to go there, didn't we? <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of it. You and your touching. <laughs> Bad touch. 
touched. Bad, no, it was not bad touch. It was not bad touch. It was, it was just touching. Well, I got not some. I got some new local news. Remember the kid that threw the uh, eight-year-old boy off the water slide in Apple Valley? Yeah, I do remember that. Yep. Well, I guess he is not. He's considered incompetent to stand trial. Oh, so he's got like brain issues. Yeah. Well, they did say he was like. Uh, uh, what I don't know what what's a political correctness? Challenged. Yeah, for really. mentally challenged. Mentally challenged. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know what they're gonna do with him. I mean, I, can't do anything. You can't really just tr- better supervision. Trust him in public with other people if that's it's uh, kind of freaky. Well, here's the problem that I do have: the person that was supposed to be watching him because he did have a person with him mm-hmm. who was wa- supposed to be watching him. They were down getting like an ice cream cone or something. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, you need to keep... You have a job. Yeah, he should have been with him to get the ice cream cone. He shouldn't have let him... Oh, yeah, go up on the water slide. Yes. I'll, I'll watch you come down. I mean, Yeah, I'll no. watch you come down while eating my ice cream cone. Yeah. Yeah, that was not a that was not a good idea. So, yeah, and so, yeah I, I knew from... There's no way they're going to put that kid on trial. Yeah. He, uh, he's got some problems functioning. or Again, he's challenged is the best way to put it, I guess. Yeah. Be obnoxious about Indeed. it. Indeed. But that's that's cool. I do want to ask you guys about this. Uh, on Monday night, as soon as HBO finished airing Leaving Neverland, the two-part documentary in which two men detailed allegations of childhood sexual abuse by Michael Jackson, the network continued its Jackson coverage. This time it was anchored by Oprah Winfrey. Winfrey in conjunction with her own network, OWN, O-W-N, of course, Oprah Winfrey Network, uh, hosted the hour-long special Oprah Winfrey Presents After Neverland, in which she interviewed the two men, Wade Robinson and James Safechuck, and director Dan Reed, uh, the studio audience was made up of sexual abuse survivors as well as their supporters and family members. Winfrey, who revealed on her talk show decades ago that she was sexually abused when she was young, said Reed's documentary did an excellent job of illustrating what she had always tried to explain. Child sexual abuse is also about seduction. I know people all over the world are going to be in an uproar and debating whether or not Michael Jackson did these things and whether these two men are lying or not lying. I, I don't really understand... Just looking at the way Michael Jackson operated his life, wouldn't you know better than to have little children around you sleeping in your bedroom? Not if you're... Uh, you don't know any better than that. He had some pretty severe arrested development, I think. He did, absolutely. I think that's pretty much... I think that's what it was, is he wanted a childhood that he never got, so, you know... I think that's right. What do you do when you're a kid? You have sleepovers and that kind of thing. You think was as innocent as that? I think I don't. I mean, the fact that it's mental illness to begin with makes it a little less innocent. But I don't think he intended it to be sexual. I think he was just you a messed so, up really? person. Uh, uh, What's well, an interesting take on intent? I don't know. Yeah, he, but he I, just. Uh, if you talk about uh, drugs, you know, there's drugs involved. I mean, he died from a drug overdose. I mean, yes, clearly he was did. had an issue with drugs. That's yeah. nothing. I don't think that was anything new. He had a lot of issues. Yeah. Well. He did. There's no question about it. I, I, look, I, I don't know. I never met Michael Jackson. Jeff Passolt met him once. Hmm. I know he said he's an interesting cat, I guess is the way he put it. But um, I don't know. I, I never met Michael Jackson. Don't know anything about Michael Jackson. I do know this, that his father used to beat the piss out of him on a regular basis. And that is not good for uh, little children, no. obviously. Yeah. And let me point out once again, that's not masculinity. And I'm getting worn out by this toxic masculinity thing. That is not masculinity you're talking about. It's toxic behavior has nothing to do with masculinity. Wouldn't you agree, yeah. Doctor Basham? Yes, and and they can have the same behavior from a from a mom or a grandmother. You can have that yes. same kind of behavior. So that's toxic behavior, not toxic femininity yes. or toxic masculinity. It's toxic behavior. It's, ab- it's no, aberrant right. and, and destroys a child's life. Yeah, absolutely. So who knows? I mean, severe beatings on top. It wasn't just like he spanked him or anything. Mm. He beat the hell out of those kids, especially Michael. He beat Michael more than any of the rest of them, from what I understand. I don't know. I'm not trying to forgive the guy. I don't know if he did it. I don't know if he, he didn't do it. I have no idea. It's, I wasn't there, so I can't judge. But these people who take strong positions on it that weren't there, they take strong positions on the news and on social media. It's like, are you a moron? You have no idea what went on, and neither do I. Right? Correct. However, being in that limelight at that age 
is yeah. is not normal. It is a bizarre no, yeah. kind of a thing. You know, you know, I experienced it with Josh and Ashley a little bit when they were a tiny bit older, and it is a real aberrancy. You know, when people start recognizing you when you're that age, it's it's odd. It's yeah, a odd, odd thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, you know, if it's yeah. it, with that intensity at that level. Uh, you know, where people want to get, you just, we just, it's not a normal growth or not a normal development environment. Right. No, I mean, I, I remember Andy and Alex just being, you know, like really weirded out and kind of frightened of the fact that, you know, people would recognize Tom. Yeah. They'd be, they'd come up and they'd be, oh, Tom, yeah. blah, blah. And they'd like act like they knew him. And then they'd act like they knew the kids and the kids were like who is that and i'm like i don't i don't know and they're like what do you mean you don't know they know everything about us yeah, I, mean, I yeah. suppose that was weird yeah and that's just a local thing so you have the local thing the statewide thing the national oh, thing and yeah. the international thing yeah i People, can't even imagine good god no be like somebody like george clooney can you or michael jackson's a perfect example everybody on earth knew who that guy was absolutely Unbelievable. It's got to be very difficult, I would think. Well, those guys don't ever live long. Look at Elvis Presley. Look at Michael Jackson. Look at Prince. They don't live long lives. That's just how it is, you know? Yeah, that, that aberration sad, you know, leads them to those, those drugs. And I, I really think it has to do with searching, chasing that elation of performing. Um, yeah. That, that's what that they're chasing. Sense. They're chasing that, uh, that sense, and there's no drug that will do it. And pretty soon you just do too much, and that's it. Up in smoke. Poof. Yeah, it's too bad on the whole thing is just oh and I I wanted to ask you this question. We only have about a minute and fifteen left on, on this segment, but um we were talking to Peter Hedges yesterday. Peter has another movie called uh Ben is Back. It's mm-hmm. about a kid who's a heroin addict, a young heroin addict, and his mother's trying to keep him alive throughout the whole movie. Peter was telling a story that that these pharmaceutical companies, they actually have a form, it's not fentanyl, but pretty much on the same level as fentanyl, but it's not uh, deadly, but they can't charge as much for it, so they, they quash it. Does that actually happen? Well, it, well, actually, I can't understand. Fentanyl might have a better profit margin because it's actually dirt cheap to yes, make. Yes, it is. Right, right. And it's trivial to make, too. So, it, so I, I don't quite right. understand, you know, if they had another product which would had, didn't have the side effects, why they wouldn't be selling that at a higher price. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, the economics doesn't make a lot of sense mm-hmm. to me. You know, I think they would make more money because, you know, if it was available as an anesthesia drug, everybody would start using it, and then the fentanyl would kind of go away. You wouldn't use it. Well, I wouldn't use it in the office. Why would you? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right about that. I just want to run that by you before we took a break here. We will be back in just a few minutes with Hour 2 Tom Bernard Show. 